Welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host Scotty McCoy and boy do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Craig Rosenthal and he is going to be playing Gan in Heavy Duty Man but he's also going to be directing it and he has written it. How are you doing Craig? Glad to have you back on this time for a solo interview. Oh, I'm great. To, uh, it's great to be on, Scotty, actually. Yeah, there's there's so much going on with this project, mm-hmm. so much to talk about, and I'm really looking forward to just sitting down and chatting with you. I know. I'm really excited to have – I know uh, last time – I actually this is actually your third time on. Uh, the first time I had you on was with the Phobias cast, and the second time was with mm-hmm. Matt and Tom Tui, Matt Anderson and Tommy Tui, um, as the Key 13 film partners – and now I have you on board um, solo to talk heavy duty, man. Absolutely. And uh, it's as I said, there's so much to talk about with this project. And, and I'm just I'm having so much fun getting this thing put together and working with everyone involved here. So I, I'm ready to just talk, my, talk your head off about this project. <laughs> I'm so excited. So I guess the first question is, what is heavy duty, man? <laughs> well. Glad you asked. Heavy Duty Man is a love letter to old exploitation films that I grew up with from the 70s and 80s. Um, Big inspiration for this comes from, uh, you know, the Toxic Avenger, Swamp Thing and numerous other films that, that I just I grew up with. This is one of those projects that I have always wanted to put together. Um, So to answer your question specifically. What is Heavy Duty Man? Heavy Duty Man is a is a project about a, a fat guy that ends up getting picked on, and he ends up winning the day, beating the villain, and getting the girl at the end. Um, one of the things I love about this is the fact that you so rarely see the fat guy being the hero of these stories. He's typically in a lot of horror movies, a lot of slasher movies, hell, even a lot of comedies. You see the fat guy being the bunt of the jokes or, um, and he's always the one that's just made to be almost like the comedy relief here in this movie. Yeah. You get some of that, but man, does this kid get back at these guys tenfold and that's really the crux of it is is that we wanted to take a story where the fat guy ends up winning over everyone Mm -hmm. absolutely and uh, when i interviewed matt anderson he mentioned the film being a fat exploitation so can you explain (laughs) to everyone what do you mean by fat exploitation so fat exploitation um is it kind of like a subgenre of the overall exploitation. Um, I think the very first actual fat exploitation movie came out in the mid seventies um, with a movie called Criminally Insane, also known as Crazy Fat Ethel. And the movie had to do with a a very obese woman who is released from um, a psychiatric ward because she is obsessed with eating. She goes home. <laughs> Her mother is locked the refrigerator and all the cabinets so this woman can't eat. And what does she do? She goes on a rampage and murders her whole family and ends up cannibalizing them. So that is a true definition of what a 
uh, fat exploitation movie is. It's taking the idea of a of a very large person and just exploiting it to its most extreme. However, with Heavy Duty Man, there are portions of it that certainly can fall into that genre. The difference here is, unlike with a movie like Crazy Fat Ethel, she really wasn't a heroic type. She really wasn't the good person. She was just a complete psychopath. Right. Heavy Duty Man is definitely a hero. Um, and I really want to make sure that people understand that, that, that this is a good guy. He's here to wipe the floor with evil. And that's all it comes down to. Right. Now, I'm assuming, be, based on that statement, that when people go to see Heavy Duty Man, they're going to be cheering and rooting for Heavy Duty Man. Oh, you bet your butt they are. Now, I want these people, first, I want them to feel sorry for, for Mac, who is heavy duty man before he come, becomes heavy duty man. Mm -hmm. I want these people to really empathize with this character. Um, everyone has been bullied in their life. Some of us a lot more than others. And I really want to drive that point home. I want people to empathize with Mac uh, because he is. This guy, all he wants to do is make some friends and get into better shape. Mm -hmm. And he is just tormented for that, just mm -hmm. tormented. So yeah, I want people to root these, the, the uh, Mac and heavy duty man on no matter what these guys, these are good guys. Mac is a good kid in this movie and he deserves so much better that, than what, what the first half of the movie gives him second half. Oh yeah. He gets, he gets his vengeance. Nice. So when, <laughs> When uh, Matt Anderson approached me to play H. Mac, um, he asked me if I would want to do it. And I said, yeah, of course. And there was two reasons why I would wanted to do it. One reason, obviously, at the time, my dad was still alive, but my dad passed away in August now. And my dad's nickname, because our last name is McCoy, my dad's nickname is Mac. And I'm Lil Mac. So I'm like, that is the perfect. Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? <laughs> Uh, no, I had no idea. Yeah, Mine yeah, is the K, I mean, but I, yes, M-A-C. Yep. yep. Wow. I, well, that is fantastic. Because, yeah, I, I mean. I'm looking for my hoodie because I have my, my high school hoodie and I have on there Lil Mac. So I had I was wearing it earlier. But I don't know where I put it yeah. Yep. I, uh, so that is my, that's my nickname, Lil Mac. So I was like, I, I don't know if I, I thought I told Matt Anderson, maybe I didn't, but I, I, yeah, that's one reason why I figured I picked the role. And the other reason is because I was bullied in high school a lot. Like you can see me rolling my eyes, which I'm not rolling them at anybody or any of my guests. I have Tourette's. So I roll my eyes. I do this. I don't like all that stuff. So I was bullied a lot for that. I make a gulping sound. So like I, I've been bullied a lot and I empathized and related to this character. Whereas, yeah, I'm going to have to do pretty good acting to make people sympathetic with this character. Even it doesn't matter how tough you're bullied. Like you're going to have to, you know, you're still going to have to act it out because you're not really being bullied on set, but you want to make this character. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I well, wanted yeah, to do this role. Go ahead. Well, and I, I'm really glad, actually, that... that uh, well, I'm not glad to hear that you were picked on. Right. Um, but but I'm glad that, that you have the experience so that you can empathize yeah. with this character. Right. When we did the trailer, you were, you were phenomenal. 
in that. You were you were perfect. You were such a sad sack. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, and like when when we were filming that, um, Kyle obviously didn't see the scene when I'm getting whipped with the towels, but um, he watched it on the trailer and he's like, "You should have shown more emotion. Like you were you were more of a pain." I'm like, my my going into that i wasn't there to be like showing that i'm in pain i'm there showing that i'm sad i'm i'm like very sad and depressed and mopey because i'm being picked on i mean you could i was using it in my facial expressions when i was being whacked i was like doing like showing that i'm taking it but i'm also depressed that i'm being bullied so that's kind of where I, like it, like the whole thing like, and Matt was kind of directing me in that, in that direction with, uh, with being depressed, like kind of like look sad and mopey because you're, you're, you, you are supposed to be sad. You're being bullied the whole time. So that's kind of where I, I got well, the inspiration. The, well, and the funny thing is, is that because of your portrayal uh, of that on screen, it's been written into the script. Why? you are just that defeated at this point. Yeah. Uh, so it all makes sense once when you see it pan out in front of the, uh, yep. the you know, the, the camera and everything. Yep. Absolutely. And I think it's going to be a great film. It really is. And uh, we're going to get it. I guess we can get into it right now with the Indiegogo. The Indiegogo is now live. Um, and uh, the, the goal with this movie is yes. if we don't make the money for the, for the, from the Indiegogo, there is no movie. But we already made the goal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so tell them where can yeah. they donate? I was just going to say that the beauty is. Yeah, the so beauty is we already made the We already made right. the goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So tell them where can they donate if they would like to donate? What kind of perks can they get? And and um, I guess um, what is the money going to be used for? Well, it's funny because I am opening up the, the campaign right now. Awesome. Um, but in the, while the campaign is opening up, uh, the money is going to be uh, is going to go to our cast and crew. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to make sure that everyone is taken care of on set. <laughs> um, a big portion of the money is going to go to the special effects in this movie. Mm -hmm. The special effects are going to be relatively elaborate. Um, and what I would like to say almost cartoonish slapstick at times. Um, this, there are going to be things where people are getting blown to pieces. Uh, people are being blown, uh, you know, but literally body parts are flying everywhere. Um, there's going to be just carnage at times and we are going to need the money to really be able to create that, that sort of carnage, that fun carnage that we want to bring to the screen. Right. Now, as far as the heavy duty man campaign, let me see view campaign. Here we go. Give me one moment and I will tell you all you need to know, <clears throat> excuse me, about the campaign here. So first of all, you can go to Indiegogo.com slash project slash heavy duty man uh, to go ahead and uh, donate if you would like. And what kind of perks do we got going on here? Well, let's see. We have a slew of them. We still have an executive producer uh, credit. One more of those. Numerous special thanks credits. Um, we have name a henchman credit where you can name up to four different henchmen at this point. Um, we've got DVDs, uh, we've got Blu-rays, 
We've got um, heavy duty man posters. We've got, um, you can name Mr. Gant, who is the villain. You can name the women that he's going to have on his arms. Mm -hmm. um, you can get insulted by heavy duty man. You can get insulted by the villain. You can get insulted by all the villains of you would like. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the perks just go on and on here, but we have a lot of fun perks to pick from. Personally, my favorite perks out of these are the ones that um, allow the, the, the actors to portray these characters and send people personal videos, you know, with insults and, and you know, like potential for actually being on screen and getting killed by one of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> And I know, I know mine already sold out, which is a video from me. And I already figured out what I'm going to say. Yeah. It's going to be more of an inspirational video because of my character being the one that gets bullied and basically hazed. So I would like to use it as an inspirational video because that's what my character would probably do at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and, and you get the nice one because if if someone buys the one for Mr. Gant, who is the, the, the character I'm playing, <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine what verbal insults I'm going to have to say to this person. Right. right. And then I know like with the two weightlifters, you get there's a perk that you can get hazed by them. And there's a perk that you can be, you know, uh, I think it's like yelled at or something by the uh, the Zumba instructors. and you know, I th even uh, I think it's like get called nasty names by Bad Bertha. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there's all those perks. And as I said, those are my favorite of the perks, because yeah. I really think that they allow um, uh, the cast to be interactive with the audience. So I'm I'm really hoping that people snag up a lot of those perks, because I, I really think the more that we interact with this audience, that yeah. the, the more that yeah. people are going to want to be invested in this project. Absolutely. I agree. And I th and one thing that everyone should know is, is that it's going to be so bad that it's good I, exactly those exactly. are my favorite movies <laughs> <laughs> hey look i go to bed every single night putting on a so bad it's good movie that's yeah. my whole life <laughs> right exactly zombie tidal wave uh killer sofa <laughs> sharknado there's five of them hey hey look look I, I, and I enjoyed every single one of them. They were so yep. bad. It was so much fun to watch though. Oh my God. I think the best part, I think it was Sharknado 2 and it's live with Kelly and Michael and all you see is Michael Strand down on the shark. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the greatest genius. It's hilarious. Yes. And this is going to be up there. When you talk about zombie tidal wave, killer sofa and uh, Sharknado and all that, you're going to also talk about heavy duty, man. And that's what the goal is, is that I, yep. I want people to, to know and recognize the name Heavy Duty Man over the course of time. I, I'd love yep. for this to become a cult, a cult film. I would really Absolutely. love that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what? Uh, this will be a hard thing to pick from, but what do you think the most fun part about Heavy Duty Man will be? Whew. Well, <laughs> I think for me... <clears throat> It's going to come down to filming that the the film's climax. I'm not going to give a whole lot away, yep, but course. I can tell you that what I have planned for this climax 
is going to be insane. It's going to be hilarious. Um, and another thing that I'm also really looking forward to is um, there's a character that uh, uh, Chris plays, um, and that character is called Lunchbox. In the trailer, for, for all of you that have seen it, his character gets blown to smithereens on a bicycle while he's laughing hysterically shooting an Uzi. Um, but his character is going to be the living incarnation of a cartoon character. He gets blown to smithereens on that bike, but he's not done. This right. guy gets, he, it's like the wily e. coyote. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. He takes punishment after punishment and keeps coming back. Like nothing ever happened. <laughs> so that's yeah, one of the things awesome. I'm really looking forward to filming. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So in this scenario, Lunchbox is Wiley e. Coyote and Heavy Duty Man is the Roadrunner. A, a big, angry Roadrunner. <laughs> big, angry Roadrunner. <laughs> That's even scarier. That's so exciting. Um, so I guess for those fearful and skeptical to donate to uh, Indiegogo, obviously there are some bad eggs. There's bad eggs in everything you do. Um, and when you donate to any campaign, there's always that risk of, will the film get made? You don't know 100% what, what can go wrong at the time. So for those people that are wondering, um, you know, or the skeptical to donate or fearful to donate because they don't know if the film will get made, do you have any advice on why they should donate or trust you as a filmmaker? Well, I... First of all, this film is definitely getting made. We have made our money. So anything that goes on top of that is just like, like whipped cream and cherries. Right. No matter what, because we made our money, this movie is definitely getting made. Now, why should you, why, why should you trust me over someone else? Um, I like to think I'm a very honest person and I'm very frank with things. Um, and with a project such as Heavy Duty Man, um, it's low budget. Uh, we already have a very dedicated cast and crew to this. Um, everyone is is pretty much 100% on board. Once when we once when the campaign wraps up, um, we're, we're gonna go ahead and solidify those film dates and we're gonna plug through it. It's gonna probably take us, I would say six to eight days to film this all together. Um, and editing is not going to take very long after that. Um, this project is getting made no matter what. And as to why you should continue to donate, donate because we are a low budget budding company and we want to continue to do a lot better. We want to continue to make the movies that we would enjoy making as well as make movies that we feel other people would enjoy and that's really what it comes down to is is that you know with a project like heavy duty man it's all about having fun filming it and showcasing to the rest of the world just how much fun we we had doing this we want everyone that sees this to be in on that fun and to spread that kind of fun to other people like you know hey man did you see this movie heavy duty man you gotta check this out yeah. you know it's kind of like how i was when i watched the toxic avenger back when i was six i saw it i showed it to a bunch of my friends and before you know it people 30 years later are still telling me man it was so awesome that you showed me the toxic avenger yeah. i still love that movie and i'm hoping that people 
do the same thing with this. I just, you know, I, I feel that there's a lot of love to be had in this very zany, silly movie. And I hope that people feel that when, when you know, they contribute or they reach out to us in any capacity. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So backtracking outside of heavy duty, man, um, it's usually the first question I ask during an interview. Um, but uh, it's being asked near the end. Um, how did you happen to get involved with filmmaking? Well, oh, oh boy, Scotty, that is a that is a long answer, but I will I will try to keep it relatively condensed. <laughs> um, I my my mother, um, her father uh, owned a theater, mm-hmm. and when I was a very little boy, um, he lives in California. When I was a very very little boy, I mean four or five years old, we'd go and visit him, and I was allowed to go onto the theater, meet with the actors, um, you know, just, you know, really converse. And it really, it was something that really interested me because I'd never seen that world before. Um, then I started being introduced to more and more horror movies. My parents are very lenient as to what it was I could watch when I was a kid. So one of the earliest movies I remember seeing was a phantasm. And I can tell you as a five, six year old kid, the movie scared the bejesus out of me. And I loved it for that. And so as a result, I, I started having my folks uh, rent more and more movies from the, the video store, like The Exorcist, all the classics. And I really started just paying attention to what it was I liked about these movies. Um, when I became a teenager, my friends and I, who I had also gotten them involved in watching a lot of these silly movies with me, um, we picked up a VHS camcorder and we decided to just film a bunch of short films. Mm-hmm. They were terrible. I mean, like they, they, they were just terrible movies, but it was the, it was that, that seed that started it all. Um, and uh, you know, so years later um, I decided that I really wanted to invest my time in this as a potential profession. And I ended up studying a bit over at the art Institute over in uh, uh, Arlington, uh, Virginia, um, where I learned some of the basics of, um, of video production, um, editing production, etc. cetera. Um, so while I was in school, I decided to open up um, my own little like, you know, low end um, horror, like short horror movie production company. We were known as Self-Eating Cannibal Productions. Yes, the, it was actually called Self-Eating Cannibal uh, based <laughs> off of uh, based off of my love of, of zombie movies and cannibal movies. So I brought in the Amos brothers, uh, Jeremy and Matthew Amos. <laughs> and we just started spitting out um, short film after short film after short film. Uh, we would get together on the weekends. Uh, we would come up with an idea on the spot, usually something involved with a major special effect. And we would film it, um, edit it over the weekend, and we would get it posted for the world to see. Um, and it all really just kind of started really, you know, like, like sticking at that point, I really started learning the basics of everything. Um, and I got really good at editing. Um, and I realized that, you know, this is something that I really wanted to professionally, co- you know, continue forward with. So 
I went on a small hiatus as I was uh, in my my phase of trying to find myself. Mm -hmm. um, and, and in 2018, I decided that I wanted to get back into things specifically. So um, met up with Matt Anderson. He and I both shared um, very similar interests and a very similar uh, powerful love for uh, for film and the idea of filmmaking. Um, and uh, you know, so we 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 talked, and over the course of time, we ended up coming up with Key Thirteen. And in a nutshell, that's kind of where we are now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, what do you think the hardest part about filming? Um, yeah, filming Heavy Duty Man is going to be. Uh, I think the hardest part is probably going to be the parts that I'm actually looking forward to the most, and that is going to be filming those special effects scenes. Yeah. Um, I have a background in doing that, as I as I just explained with the Amos brothers, and and they will be doing the the special effects here. Um, but the going into the creation of the special effects is a whole other world than. Um, you know, just filming, um, you know, uh, dialogue scenes um, with the special effects. Uh, once when the script is finished, uh, the Amos brothers and I are going to sit down, we're going to storyboard every effect mm -hmm. so that when we go to film this, we know exactly how the effect is supposed to work and how it's supposed to be filmed so that it will be convincing enough that it will work. That's a challenge in itself. But when you do it right, it's it's it turns out just perfectly. Right. So that is really, that's, that's the biggest challenge I feel that we have going. But as I said, it's, it's something I'm really looking forward to tackling. Nice. And as you probably noticed, I almost said serious profession instead of heavy duty, man. And the reason why is because that was my next question. Cause I want to do a quick plug for a serious profession by key 13 film partners. And uh, I just kind of want you to let everyone know about serious profession. What is it about and when and where can they expect to see it on their screens? So um, Serious Profession is Key 13's uh, first full-length motion picture. Um, it was mostly written by uh, Matt Anderson um, with contri contributions from me, Tom, and there were, uh, I believe, a couple of other people that made contributions to the overall story. But most, for the most part, this was a story that Matt had been working on for quite a long time he wanted to make it into a like a 30 minute series yeah. but when he introduced the first few pages of the initial script to me I told him this is good Matt this would make for a great movie instead of just a, a bunch of different shorts and everything so right. <laughs> he started expanding on the script and as he expanded on it story just got more and more interesting now the story has to do with a couple of leg breakers on the on their day from from the beginning of the day to the end of the day as they go and make collections around town and they converse with each other um about different aspects of life um different aspects of um where they are now and the overall mental battle that the two lead characters are having with one another. Um, serious profession is definitely what I would call um, a real thinking person's mob movie. Um, it, it's going to definitely get people sitting in their seats. Um, I, I feel it's very well acted. Um, and 
everyone involved with it, particularly our cinematographers, were just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Now, as to when to, I'm sorry, my cat is just trying to cough up a hairball on screen here. So I apologize. <laughs> but <laughs> come on, man. Come on, get out of here. Jeez, of all the places, you ought to cough up a hairball. (laughs) (laughs) Back to when to expect a serious profession. Um, Serious profession can be expected next year. Um, It is uh, initially, I was going to be the editor on it. but our uh, our cinematographers, um, Aaron and Anthony, um, both volunteered to work on uh, editing series profession. Apparently, they loved this project so much that they wanted to continue to be a part of it, even in the editing process. We gave them our blessings. Um, now, we believe the editing process is going to officially begin um, uh, in the next month or so. And uh, I imagine it could take a several months or or less depending on how quick they are with working with it um the movie will go through a work print we will analyze it we'll probably make changes here and there until we get it to a point where we're happy with it but i believe the goal for release is going to be in summer of next year uh at the i believe that's the latest so that's when we all can expect to finally see serious profession Awesome. I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. I really want to see this movie. I have interviewed Rick. I have interviewed Bruce. I have interviewed Rick mm-hmm. and Bruce together. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. And I interviewed, obviously, uh, Rowan, who's in the movie, Rowan uh, mm-hmm. Chris's wife. Um, I've interviewed, obviously, yourself and uh, Matt Anderson. Tom Tui I've interviewed. So I ha- I really been promoting this movie as much as I possibly can because I believe this movie is going to be a great movie and it's not your typical mob movie. Like that's the best part about it because you don't want that same mob style movie, you know, guns a blazing all the time. You know what I mean? Like that, that stereotypical mob type movie. This is different and I can't wait to see that. Yeah, and I believe Serious Profession is going to be just the, a, a different sort of movie. This is a very, in my opinion, this is a very cerebral, um, you know, uh, sort of story. Um, yeah, there are some moments where there's like some leg breaking going on, but that's right. not really the the main point of the story. Um, so, you know, now, mind you, that that if people aren't a big fan of serious profession, they may be a huge fan of heavy duty man. And those that don't like heavy duty man may be a huge fan of serious profession. So hopefully we're making everyone happy. (laughs) Absolutely. Exactly. Like you got, you got two different genres and they're meshing like, you know, they, they, they're meshed kind of together, but they're different. You know what I mean? Like, you can satisfy one side of the audience. You can satisfy another side of the audience, but you might be able to satisfy people that like both of them. You're going to hit one exactly. type of demographic somewhere. Oh, yeah. They, well, I mean, I know that I'm a nut because I like just about everything. So I would probably enjoy both movies for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So the last question I got for you, do you have any other projects outside of Heavy Duty Man and Serious Professions in the works that you would like to promote to the listening viewing audience, as well as any social media accounts or websites to plug? Well, um, let's see. The 
I can't give away many details about what is going on as far as the, uh, you know, where Cinephoto is going and where Key 13 is going. However, we are in the talks of um, a couple of projects, as well as the fact that this I probably can give away. Um, we are in the process of working on a third hoodie short to tie all the other shorts together. And this one is going to be quite different than what we have done with the with the shorts for hoodie um, in the past. Uh, so that, I don't know when we're going to start working on that, but it, we are definitely going to get that done at some point. We also have another project. I'm not going to name anything about it right now, but it's a big project. And we are really just in the most base of pre-productions with this at the moment. But it, it's looking more and more like this is going to come to fruition. And when I have more news for that, I would love to be able to share it with you guys. Nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> so uh, let's see the, the plug. So um, give me one moment, Scotty. So again, with the heavy duty man, um, uh, the, the, the heavy duty man uh, campaign, I just wanted to elaborate that's Indiegogo.com slash projects slash heavy duty man. Now, uh, our website is key13film.com. So you can go over there and check on any of uh, the statuses that we have going on. There are links from our website to our social media accounts. So you can find us over on Facebook uh, and um, uh, on uh, Instagram as well. So, uh, but definitely key13film.com is where you can find all the new news on everything we are doing. Absolutely. Sounds like a plan. Um, did you want to do a plug for uh, Terribly Awful? Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Of course. I knew. I knew there was something I was forgetting. <laughs> so <laughs> the new season of Terribly Awful just launched on Halloween with our first episode, which was um, a movie from Vista Street Entertainment that was just awful. <laughs> so um, you can find all the links to Terribly Awful as well at our uh, Key 13 Film Partners uh, uh, webpage that will bring you to every video, every YouTube video, every Facebook video we have for yeah. Terribly Awful. But yes, season four just started. Uh, we have eight episodes. Um all of which are, I, I can tell you right now, I've sat through, I've sat through every one of these movies and they are, they're, they're pretty rough. I, I thoroughly enjoyed every bit of it, but uh, I don't know about my guest hosts. They, they were, they were definitely having a hard time of it. So, but uh, I, I had a blast doing it. So, but yeah, yeah. The terribly awful, the new season just started. So please check it out at our website and on our Facebook page. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. Well, thank you so much, Craig, for joining me tonight. Oh, thank you, Scotty, for having me, man. Like, I, I really enjoyed doing this. And honestly, I could sit here and just talk for hours and hours about movies, everything. But, but we will wait another time to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. I would I would love to do it, even if it's not for Slasher Scotty, even even if you're like, hey, do you want to talk movies? I'd be like, hell yeah. I, I, I get bored easily. 
<laughs> absolutely I love, man i love talking to you you're a good guy i love working with you as well um for everybody listening make sure to stay tuned for heavy duty man uh go to the sign photo uh facebook page and everything and uh, check out all that of course the indiegogo keep updated on when that comes out as well as keep 13 film partners with serious profession and of course terribly awful i thank you so much craig you have a great rest of your night you too, Scotty. Thank, Thank you for having me, man. Not a problem. It's an honor. All right. Bye. <laughs>